Hello everyone. So today I want to talk about what it means to actually listen to your body and give a real life example because I can talk all day. I can have the philosophical debates. I can analyze, theorize, just, you know, say all these things, but do I back it up? Do I back it up? And the answer is not all the time. I don't back it up all the time. And, but this time I did. This time I did. And that's why I want to talk about it because there is a difference between having philosophical debates about doing the internal work and saying you're doing the work and saying you're getting better. Because I think a lot of people think, this spiritual journey and just being all about love and light and believing in a higher power is the easy route. It's the route that, you know, like, oh, it's like, oh, you're so ignorant and naive to think that there is a light at the end of the tunnel, that there is something greater out there. And I think... That just comes from, so I went to a very competitive, intense high school and an equally competitive, intense college, and I'm just surrounded by very intellectual people who are very into their left brain and just very logical. The easy route is toxic positivity and lying to yourself. This is actually the hardest thing I've ever done is trusting my intuition and my higher self because it goes against everything I've been taught for these past eight, nine years of being in this system. And I just realized that my life's purpose is to do this. And it is to trust this path because I've always had a very strong relationship with my higher self. But As I go on and on about this, I want to say what led me to finally put my soul first and not my ego and listening to what society has to tell me, but I quit my job with nothing lined up. And it's just been a challenging a challenging breakup because it is a breakup. Honestly, my job was where I spent most of my time for the past 11 months and most of my energy and most of my life. And I just realized that the way I I was living just was not sustainable. Like my, not only was my body having issues, but my soul was actually yelling at me. It was like, Tyler, I was dissociating. It was like, we have to figure something else out, but you cannot keep doing this. And I had the realization that my job wasn't for me in May, but it was like a small realization. Like it wasn't like, oh my God, yeah, I need to go ASAP. It was just kind of like, like I could stick this out for a while and plan and recruit and see if something else comes up. So that's what I did at first. I tried to do 
the route that everybody suggested and the route that obviously makes the most sense logically is to find another job before you quit. And so I did that for what, five months? I think that's how long it's November now, May, June, July, August, five to six months of just recruiting, networking, planning, trying to make sure like I'm doing this the right way. And I didn't want to leave. The earliest I wanted to leave was January, honestly, next January. So I could have stayed at my job for a year. And I did all the planning. I did all the networking. I did the interviewing, made it to a few final rounds. Nothing came through and something happened in my personal life, right before I started this podcast, honestly, I think it was like the day after I released the first episode, when I realized that life is just extremely short. Life is very, very precious. I could be gone tomorrow. And I just started to get this sinking feeling of like, what if nothing else comes in? Like, what if I don't find a job? Like, I I couldn't see the light at the end of the tunnel anymore. And I was still very hesitant, even though I reached a point where this is the point where my body was screaming at me because in May it was chill. Like, I was like, okay, like, I feel off. I've always felt off at the job, but it wasn't like unbearable until September, October. And... I just felt so, I felt so lost and I never want to feel that way again. And I was just having stomach problems. I was forgetting to eat. Everybody was like, you lost so much weight. I was having heart palpitations. I couldn't stomach anything. That was my thing. Like I just, I had so many digestive issues. And honestly, I think... I honestly think the way you relate to food is the way you relate to life. And if you're ever struggling to figure out what's going on with your life, or at least a starting point, I think you should look at your eating habits. Because I know, at least for me, my eating habits have always been a direct correlation to what's going on outside of my life. And... Of course, that's going to be discussed more in my episode about food. But basically, I couldn't really feel anything. Like I wasn't really in my body. Talk about disassociating and talk about how I've been saying all this stuff about listening to your body like, and what it's like to disassociate. And as I'm saying these things, I'm literally doing it. So... That's why, you know, you can't listen to what everybody says on the internet, <laughs> including me. I mean, you can, you can. Like, my advice was, and my, like, everything I said is real. But am I actually doing it? That's a whole different conversation, and that's what we're talking about today. And it was just such a scary feeling because her palpitations are terrifying. Like, I was like, am I having a heart attack? But no, it was just like stress from me not being where I'm meant to be. And here's the thing, y'all, this was the the hardest part because my coworkers were very supportive. 
I wasn't even working more than 40 hours a week usually, except for some scenarios where it did, it got a little crazy, but it wasn't nothing to the point where on the surface, like somebody else looking in on it, I could see how somebody could say like, oh, that's not that bad. And that's what I was doing to myself for so long. I was like, Tyler, it's not that bad. Like, you're okay. You're fine. You're going to make it through. You're going to make it through. And the day before, the day after I started this podcast is when I had the mental break of like, I actually can't do this. And I felt like such a failure because so much led up to me getting this job. Like, this is what the nine years, eight, nine years of school was for. Eight years, I think. This was supposed to be my big break. This was supposed to be the end-all, be-all, at least for a few years. Like, I kind of never thought about what the future would hold for me if I did leave this job eventually. I just always thought, like, oh, it's just going to be a job that's going to pay the bills and I'm going to be fine. And I make enough to the point where I can pay for therapy, pay for energy healing, pay for experiences that make life worthwhile, traveling, all of that. And I was like, I should be fine no matter what. And I kept telling myself as I was working, I was like, on the surface, this is the perfect life for somebody who is, you know, meant to climb the corporate ladder and meant to be a corporate queen, a girl boss, girl, <laughs> like a girl boss queen crushing it in corporate America. And I want it to be that so badly, but I'm not. I'm not. I never will be. I never ever like anything about getting. It's so funny. I was so scared of actually getting promoted at my job, even though I acted like I wanted to get promoted because. That's just, I feel like that's what you're taught to want. But, or at least it should look like you want to grow and like you want to expand, you want to progress. I'm like, yes, I'm growing so much. I'm growing so much. But on the inside, I was terrified of getting promoted because I didn't want extra responsibility. <laughs> I didn't want extra, I didn't care about the extra money or anything like that. Like, I just did not want to get deeper into the boat, into the ocean that is corporate America. And... I should have known then, like, okay, yeah, like, clearly this isn't for me if that's how I feel about this. But I just kept gaslighting myself into thinking that I should want this and that I should be grateful for this opportunity and that people would rush to be in my spot and would crush to be... That that sentence made sense, right? You know what I'm trying to say. And it was just really really hard for me to accept that it wasn't for me and I actually didn't really have a choice in like formally accepting that it wasn't for me my body made the choice for me where it was like my body and my soul my body was breaking down I was getting sick on top of like the heart palpitations like I said the stomach issues not eating disassociating and then my soul my mental health Like, it was either stay at that job 
and end up at the psych ward or quit. Those are my options. So I was like, okay, I have to quit. I have to quit before my brain falls out of my head and I just end up with a bunch of, and I really don't like how the current medical system handles mental health in general like the things i hear about the psych ward like nobody i feel like it's equivalent to prison and i just knew i couldn't go through that i was like okay let me take charge before i lose myself and go into a psychosis so that's what i did and i just remember feeling so embarrassed and honestly i still feel a little bit embarrassed because a lot of my friends are happy with their corporate jobs and they are just pushing through and even people in like investment banking and that I'm like oh my god like I didn't even have it like that and I was suffering like this and I just have to remember it was the toughest lesson I've ever learned in my life because no matter how long you try to convince yourself something is for you if it's not for you it's not for you like eight years of me being told that I would be happy once I got a high paying job and for me to get the job and realize that I was deteriorating and I was losing myself every single day. And it was just such a tough pill to swallow because on top of that, I don't know what's next. I have absolutely no idea what's next for me at all. Like, not a clue. And I've been like, universe, okay, I listen to you, universe. I listen to you, higher self. I listen to you. Like, I'm ready to see what's next. And I'm just poking around. Of course, I'm still recruiting, still doing things that, I should be doing, but things still aren't coming through. I'm getting a little antsy, a lot of antsy. And this is what I talk I was talking about in my last podcast where I was just like, I have no idea what's going on with this next chapter in my life. And I didn't want to just say it all just then, but now I'm saying it all because I gotta keep it real. I wanna be about what I talk about. And that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing. So It's really hard because I know in the long term, I would love to be an energy healer, like do this, do everything I'm talking about and like be a consultant for that or like be a healer for the body, for helping people listen to their intuition, being a teacher of some sort of that discipline and even just like a spiritual coach. Like I would, I would love to do that. That's my dream, but I don't know how to do that. First of all, because number one, I'm not even all about what I say I'm about. I'm still getting there. I'm getting there. I'm growing. I'm actually still very early on in this spiritual journey. As grown as I would like to think I am, I'm definitely not all the way there. And number two I don't even like do I just do it like where do you find clients I feel like I have to get a certification or something but do I though like I see people just doing it and 
they don't have any certifications i don't i don't know what to do i don't know i have to look into it maybe i should talk to more energy healers and see how they got to where they are but for now like it's just i need something to pay the bills i have some savings but nothing crazy like it's gonna get it might get a little crisis like real fast if something doesn't come through but this is why I say that trusting a higher power is the hard part. Because if I didn't trust a higher power, I would have stayed at my job. I would have stayed at my job and I would have gone to the psych ward and I would have lost myself completely. And I would have been donezo. Donezo, donezo. I mean, or I would have been medicated enough to and brainwashed enough to just keep going in the system and just live my life like that forever. But the hardest part is trusting the unknown. And I think that's what trusting in a higher power really is, is trusting in the unknown, trusting in what you don't see, trusting what you feel instead of what you're told. The reason why it was really hard for me on top of everything I just said, so an additional reason rather, was that Everything around me told me not to quit. Like, if anything, this is a lesson in really trusting your body against what your environment has to say. Because I would be like, okay, like, let's tell me, universe, like, should I quit my job today? And I I remember, like, the same exact day I would get into an Uber And my Uber driver was telling me how he started a business and he was like, I didn't even bring up me wanting to quit my job or anything like that. But he was like, one thing I do regret is starting my business after quitting my job because I had nothing lined up and I didn't know what the future held. So like, don't, if you're thinking about quitting, don't do it without a good plan in place. So it's like, okay, shit can't quit and just little things like that would happen i'd talk to friends and they'd be like "Mm, you should wait off you should wait off like people who've actually done it they're like no i wouldn't recommend it and i had just signed a lease a more expensive lease than the one i had before and i just realized that you know what once i got over here's here's where i reached the point where i quit because I reached a point where the whole thing was I was scared of being broke and being on the street and just having to fend for myself because as much as I did not like my experience at that job, I still wanted my freedom and I didn't want to move back home, still don't want to move back home, putting that out in the universe. Please don't make me move back home unless I absolutely have to for the journey. But I really don't want to move back home. Um, I just love California so much. But everybody was telling me not to do it. Everybody was like, don't do it, Tyler. Didn't even think about telling my parents because I already know what they would have said. Honestly, that was the hardest part for me is because... I had this internalized vow that I had made with myself because I saw how much my parents struggled to put me through a private high school and college on top of that. 
And I was like, I owe it to my parents to stick this out. Like, I owe it to my parents to make it big. I owe it to my parents to be the corporate girl boss woman of their dreams. And this is turning into the Disney movies where it's like the parent wants to live out their dreams through the child. And the child's like, no, mom, I'm going to do what I want. And that's where I'm at right now. I'm like, no, mom and dad, this was your dream. Now I have to find mine. But the problem is that the problem is that in those movies, the child always knew what their dream was. I mean, I know what my dream is. I just don't know the steps to take towards it. But I know this podcast is definitely a part of it. This podcast is the most consistent I've been with anything in my entire life. Like without somebody telling me to do it. Like, it's not homework or, like, a project at a job or anything like that. Like, outside of that, because even when I would write my little writing projects, I was never this consistent with them. So I know this podcast will probably be around for a while. Um, Thanking the universe for giving me that guidance. But I'm also like, okay, like, what, what is next? What is next? And that's when it comes, it all comes down to divine timing and just really doing the work because this spiritual stuff is work y'all it's not love light crystal banging on the sound ball all day and meditation i think eventually it will get to that point where you're truly authentically living that way every single day but the dark side of it is hard of being the black sheep being the the one to be like, actually, this isn't for me, even though it's for everybody else around me. And I'm only surrounded by people who are happy in this. You feel a little bit crazy where you're like, where you're the only one who's not okay. And you think something is wrong with it or wrong with you. But when a flower doesn't bloom, you don't blame the flower. You blame the environment and you repot it and you put it in sunlight or you don't put it in sunlight you less sunlight whatever it needs whatever the flower needs and you don't say like oh this flower is so stupid it just needs to conform like the rest of the plants like you don't do that and we are nature we are nature as much as we don't want to dominate nature and own nature and be the rulers of the natural world Nature will take us out, okay? That's why we have climate change happening. It's telling us, like, y'all about to go if y'all don't get it together. (laughs) Like, nature does not play. And I think, if anything, this is a testament of trusting our true nature and trusting the body. And because the body is of the natural world. And it will be returned back to the natural world when we're gone. I always say I want to turn into a tree. There's like this um, company that will like take your remains and feed it into the ground and like you can become a tree. That's I've always dreamed of <laughs> of being a tree. <laughs> but seriously, though, I, I just think that's so beautiful. Like all you have to do is sit and grow and provide a house for birds and squirrels and stuff like that like that sounds like amazing but I think this is this is the time if not now then when I think that's why we're in the great resignation and I think I'm feeling that energy in the air of just like 
we're not meant to be doing this. At least I'm not meant to be doing this. Because I meet some people. There were a lot of people I met at my job. I was like, you're clearly meant to be doing this. Like, this is for you. It's just not for me. I think some of us are just more inclined to be a little wild, be a little on the natural side of things and be more in touch with the human side of things. And I talked about trust in the last episode and I want to double down on that emotion for this episode too because trust is everything. Here I go again saying everything is everything. But trust, to be able to trust that you're going to be okay when everything around you is saying that you're not going to be okay, that is amazing. That is beautiful. And of course, there's a thin line between delusion and being lazy and not actually doing the work. I'm doing the work. That's one thing I can say. I am actually doing the work and I am going to be okay. There's no other option, honestly. Like, I made it this far. I don't think, I don't think the universe would put me through all that and then be like, okay, you are now going to live on the streets. I don't think that would happen to me. <laughs> I, don't, I mean, of course, I'd move home before that happened. But even then, like, I feel like moving home would be a step backwards. And who knows what's next? I just need my bills to be paid. We're in this journey together. That's one good thing about putting all my business out on the internet is I feel like I have so many people. Like, I can feel the energy. (laughs) People, like, cheering me on. Like, of course, you know, people reach out to me, but it's also like, I feel like putting it out there and people replaying this is like just reaffirming my belief, my factual knowledge that I'm going to be okay. So if you take anything from this episode, just be you. Just be you. And don't judge other people. Because... I think I would slip into the point where I was judging everybody in corporate America and I was like, these people suck and I'm just so much cooler and down to earth and more natural and woke than them. But no, 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 no. That's not the path to go down at all. Like people are people. And like I said, some people are really meant to do that for real. And that's beautiful, and I wish I could be them so badly, because then I wouldn't have to go through all this scariness and just diving into the unknown of what do I actually want to do, because I've actually never afforded myself that permission to explore what I actually want to do because of just how long I've been in the system. So I do wish I could conform to the system. I really do. I think I would be very life would be very simple and I would probably get married, have kids, boom, that's it. And, but I'm just not, I'm just not that. And it's okay if you are like that, because I don't want people to listen to this and be like, oh, I need to be 
I need to be bold and quit my job, even if you're okay with it. Like, don't don't quit your job unless you're at the point <laughs> where I was at. And even then, like, I actually, I hope some people don't wait as long as I waited because I probably could have game planned harder. But the point is, listen to yourself above everything. Trust yourself. Trust what the body is doing when you're in situations. I know when I would log into work, it was like my soul would leave my body and I had to be like this super cheery, oh yeah, 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 love it here type of person. As badly as I wanted to actually believe what I was saying. And just don't gaslight yourself. Don't gaslight yourself because it's really scary when you want to feel when you're telling yourself it's one thing for somebody else to gaslight you but it's an even worse thing for you to gaslight yourself because then you don't even know the truth you you tell yourself you don't know you don't know the truth but one thing's for certain the truth will always come to light one way or another also i'm having my nose is being weird right now but the truth always comes to light one way or another And I said this last episode, but I trust you all so much to be on the right path that you're meant to be because everything really is right on time and by design. And oh, the last thing I wanted to say about trust and intuition is that I feel like I do this thing where I get a really good feeling about something like this happened to me with some of the recruiting processes I went through I was like I have a a good feeling about this job and then I wouldn't get it and I'd be like okay well obviously my intuition is dumb as fuck but no that's not the that's not the truth my intuition is right but just because you have a good feeling about something doesn't mean it's actually going to happen like it if anything it just means that you are right where you're supposed to be. And looking back on it, I learned so much from all the interviews I went through. Because even though I did say I got the idea for for this podcast while I was on an edible, I think a lot of things led up to me actually going into making the podcast. And right before it happened, I had to give a presentation for one of my interviews and the amount of times I had to time it, plan what I was going to say. That's everything I'm doing for my podcast right now. Like I had already had that practice of just timing out things, writing out talking points, rehearsing. Like that's what I do. That's what I do for every single episode. And just little things like that where I just feel like I needed to have that experience to be able to be as equipped and aware of what it takes to make a podcast and just stuff like that. And just a lot of little things where I've learned so much, even though I'm like, oh, like I, I thought that was going to be it. But in reality, it wasn't. It wasn't what I thought it was going to be in terms of like being the end all be all of my life. And this applies for romantic relationships especially but 
and even friendships where you think you're going to be with somebody forever but sometimes you just learn what you need to learn in a situation and that's it and you were supposed to be there your intuition was right about being there for the time you were supposed to be there and above anything trust the redirect trust no trust the no's more than you trust the yeses because the no's just mean that something bigger and better is coming because that's always been the case honestly and every time I receive a no something better happened out of it and this is the first time where my body made the choice before my mind did but that just means that the redirect is going to be something strong because like I said the body knows everything and it's the mind and the brain that lags and well, the body kind of lags too, honestly. But the brain lags more than the body. The brain is actually the last organ to form out of everything. It's the brain and the spinal cord, and your brain doesn't fully mature until your 20s. And it's even later for men. So, yeah, think about that. And think about that when you think that logic is everything, because it actually is not logic is definitely important don't get me wrong i definitely need more logic than i have but it doesn't mean it's better than what the body is saying okay okay let me go to my sound bowl i want to get a new sound bowl today i said i was going to get a new sound bowl last week and then i didn't see not being about what i'm talking about Mm-mm-mm. but next week for sure Next week, for sure, I'm going to have a new sound bowl. And here we go. And we'll see you. See you next 